welcome to Above the Fog. Thank you, John Bertan, for that excellent uh, intro. Appreciate it. It's a good, uh, very professional uh, bass beat. Thanks again uh, from John in San Rafael. Um, yes, here we are. Got another uh, Boston coming up uh, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I got Tim Crone, my bro on the Hi. west coast yep and i'm andy crone andy's andy's got uh his hotel art in the background he's laying in bed snacking yeah i'm eating and a banana it's good this stuff isn't, this isn't the beer room <laughs> it's not the beer room i i wanted to <laughs> i wanted to get this done like you know week ago two weeks ago three weeks ago just never got it done and but i think it's it's, I think it's valuable to have the pre-race talk, chat, and then the post-race talk or chat. Should you get? Yeah. Do you get butterf- Do you have butterflies for Boston now? Well, so yeah. compare actually compare this Boston to your to your first Boston. First Boston, I, the, be- I, the day before. Good, good one. So, 2021, it was October, I think. I had mom and dad came out. Uh, Mary, my wife, and the kids had everybody, but I was a month. I was like a month and a week from from my uh, appendix appendicitis, so I had like I was still kind of sore from that. I didn't train, and I was recovering from that. So um, I remember I stayed at the Revere Hotel with Marathon Tours. That was 2021. And uh, it was great. I mean, I was really nervous. Uh, I'm always nervous before a race, though. Yeah. And, yeah, the there's that, you know the Goodwill Hunting movie with Matt Damon? Of course. There's that park, like, right next to it. I think it's called, like, I don't know. I call it the Matt Damon Park. Yeah. It's, like, right across. It was, like, a block Goodwill away. Par- Goodwill Park. Goodwill, Goodwill Park. <laughs> I think it's revere or maybe it's just commons park there's a statue of paul revere in that park it's pretty cool and there's a statue of uh edgar Allan poe really close by uh That's cool i've never been to boston so at this time are you still doing like um sightseeing and stuff days before or are you just yeah so race-minded let's see what have i done it's unique i'm staying in cambridge which is across the Charles, which is, um, so the Charles River goes through Boston. And I've explored on the T system. So like the public transportation, I think they call it the T. The T, there's a bunch of lines. There's like the blue line, which is, I think, a shuttle. So I took, so I landed at Logan, take a blue, I take a shuttle to, uh, silver line to blue to green to red. But there's also four greens. There's like green, A, B, C, D. And yesterday I um, I got on the wrong green and went like a mile out of the way. Had to get and go the opposite way. They ran, but, out, of co- they ran out of colors, so they just started numbering the colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the game today. Like I saw the game last year. 
that's a big thing. So like Patriots Day is Monday, and that's like they have a baseball game that starts right at the finish of the marathon. Um, mm. I I went to, so I went to the expo yesterday, uh, and I saw Kira D'Amato. She was at a talk with Greg McMillan, which was pretty cool. Um, sites. Let's see. What sites have I seen? Oh, I saw. I went to the Bill Rogers shoes. Those are in the um, Bonnelly Market, which is like a outside market. Went to the Old State House. Cool. Um, I have not seen Kipchoge, though. But my name is right next to Kipchoge's. I saw the like, picture. By like six inches on the board. So yeah. the board is like 50 feet long. It's huge. And it's like, you know, eight feet tall. Maybe maybe not eight feet. Maybe six feet tall. Mm-hmm. And um, so everyone's pointing at their name and getting selfies. And so I'm doing the same thing. And then I send it to, like, the family. And Jeff, our brother, was like, Hey, there's Kipchoge, like right there, <laughs> right next to my name. So that's as close as I'll get to Kipchoge. Oh, so you didn't you didn't actually even see it when you took the picture? No, I was <laughs> just like, oh, that's cool. Well, that's exciting. Is he racing this one like uh, to win it? I guess oh, yeah. he only I guess he only races mar- when he runs a marathon. I guess it's business. <laughs> but <laughs> he's yeah, he's a minute and fifty seconds faster than the second he get a, place. Is he? Is he? Is yeah. he? And is the anticipated to set a course record here i think so i think <clears throat> course records like 203 and at berlin he ran a 20109 which is the world record mm-hmm. and the previous year he ran a 20139 so he bested his world record by 30 seconds um so he has but that was berlin which is pretty flat uh, he has to break two of three to break the Boston record. I, I saw of the top six fastest marathons, he has four of them <laughs> in the world. Wow. So who's who's yeah. five and six? Is that somebody racing now? Or I don't know. That was Sarah was looking up Kipchoge when you sent me that picture of his name. Sarah was looking up his stats and she dropped that stat. And I was like, wow, he, he is, he is the goat. So. <clears throat> yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, I wonder if he just races himself. Actually, it was, just race ourselves. it was a, it was a fun conversation. Cause we were talking about dominance in sports and how to be like on top for, I don't know. What is he like almost a decade? Right. Or more. So he ran, he ran like a two Oh nine. 21 years ago yeah so, so like he's been but he's been like the best of the, he's been like the best for 10 years yeah um, yeah so <laughs> he was he was only running a 209 like when he was 18 years old yeah so, so he was he was so 20 years ago he was running as fast as like the fastest american is right now so like there's scott yeah. fobble and another guy i think scott Fobble's second fastest in the race tomorrow but uh yeah, the Americans are slow, and they're like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, we got. Oh, I did know. I tell you I met Kira Diamato? Did I say mm. that earlier? Yeah, you told me that. Was that oh. cool? Yeah, because I've been telling everybody about it, so I keep repeating myself. So, like, yeah, it was really cool. She's 
she probably weighs like 100 pounds probably less just like really really tiny these these like elite runners are pretty tiny people i think they're just yeah super friendly she's not racing tomorrow but she was a speaker at the the uh runner get together so nice yeah it's um so what is fun what's the um what's the goal for this this boston well i've already accomplished my first goal is not to buy anything at the expo oh good job wow it's my first there was there was a massage gun and the guy like they have like four chairs these guys are pro salespeople. they're like four chairs they're like a comfortable chair you know you've been standing for like a couple hours or something and they're like hey come on over come sit down so you sit down in the chair he's like massaging my shoulder like working my back and my neck i was like oh it feels good you know and he's like yeah these are normally 300 but you know i can sell these uh like you can get two for 300 i'm like oh and he's like oh if you don't want two i'll give you one half off for 150 i was like ah hmm so i was about to buy it (laughs) i text mary i was like hey do you would you use a massage gun she's like no like exclamation points (laughs) so didn't buy the massage gun um there was spike which is the mascot for the boston marathon they're like 30 dollar unicorns they're and they're like this big they're like six inches tall it's a little plush unicorn like a stuffy is that they're, a is that a annual yeah so thing? the boston is all about the unicorn is that a mascot or something or other so good question uh the lion and unicorn were symbols of the british monarchy in the hmm. 1700s and the the lion and the unicorn are on the old state house in downtown boston and the unicorn which i i got a picture of uh, it's on the right side that's like a boston kind of thing because they have the unicorn still up on the state house and so i think that's where the boston unicorn comes from because it's like well that's like the oldest building in boston and it's uh it's pretty cool it's like this giant unicorn on one corner and then on the other corner is like a lion or something. So, um, yeah. And then you get a sticker to put on your bumper. So I'll put the sticker on my truck, which is pretty cool. Nice. So maybe we should talk about, um, uh, Oh, so what what were you just asking? So the goal, so you didn't buy anything, not to buy anything, um, to be, about two seconds faster per mile than my race pace for the first 16. So if I can be that even, and uh, then that you will mean compared to last year or compared. Yeah. To so I'll or... be, I'll, so last year, so what, you trying then, to sh- you're trying to shave a minute off or something like that. Yeah. If I can do two, maybe four seconds faster, two or three, that would give me 45 seconds. If I can do three seconds, uh, and then I'd have, you know, a little bit more time to finish. So it's the downhill. Got to take it easy for the first two, but um, the first 16 are are, vas- are really fast, pretty smooth and fast. Got the profile right here. So basically zero to 16, almost all downhill. It's pretty good downhill at 15 and a half, and then. 
I, the Newton Hills, I think, start at 16. And you have four uphills. So at 16, there's an uphill for like a third of a mile. Then 17 and three quarters, you got a pretty good uphill. Then 19 and a, a quarter, you have an uphill. And then I think Heartbreak Hill is 20 and a half. I think that's the Heartbreak Hill one. But once you get up, up to 21, you're done with the hills. So like you, you gotta you gotta power through for like five miles on hills, but then after 21, you're wiped. But it's it's coasting because it's downhill and flat for five more. Um, so it's that 16 to 21 that's just a killer. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna take my goose. Um, sounds fun. lots of water, lots of water. Take it easy. Yeah, it should be a blast. Oh, I plan to sit down at this before the start. I'm gonna lay down oh, so yeah, as soon as I get off the bus. Don't you like fighting? Don't you have? Oh wait, what's the weather supposed to be like? Oh, let's see. Tomorrow's weather. Is it humid? <laughs> it might be a little humid. Let's see. Weather. Do do do. New York humid. <laughs> Well, New York sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, that New York was was really hot and humid. So it's it's not the heat that kills; it's the humidity. Uh, okay, Monday, high fifty five, low forty seven. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, chance of rain. High will be between 7 and 8 p.m. Low is 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. How do you get to the details stuff? Humidity. Ooh. Over 89%. 50%. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's because it's going to be raining? Yeah. So pretty high humidity. At least it's not hot and humid. That's, that's yeah. what you don't want, right? So actually, if it starts to rain, that's good because it breaks. Yeah, it's much cooler when it's when it's raining. Um, yeah, I looked at my race last year, and I don't know how. Like I did. Yeah, I as, did, as you can tell, we're from I'm from Southern California. I've I know nothing about humidity and heat in that way. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that sounds, it sounds humid, and but we but we actually I know what rain is now because it rained this winter here over here <laughs> a lot. Is it green there? So. It's, in, in Simi it, Valley, it's amazing. I've never, uh, obviously, I've never seen it like this before. There's wildflowers covering the hills; they're all green. It's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, awesome. the the hills behind my house are just like glowing, just shades of green and yellows and purples. It's really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, plan we, is, oh, sorry, Tim. Uh, that's all. <laughs> yeah, just to to nice and even for 16 miles and then for uh 10 more just to tough it out well but uh psychologically it's get to 16 and then do 16 to 21 and then i don't care what my body's at 21 because i'll just drag myself across the finish so that's the real that's that's how it actually unfolds i i remember cim yeah (laughs) when i broke three hours i said well i'm gonna get to 20 and then future Andy can and then deal finish. with 20. And then, and then finish yeah. the race. 
I'm going to get to 20 at this ridiculous pace, and yeah. then future Andy can deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to get to 21, and then future Andy can deal with the last five. <laughs> so this is the 21-mile race. So present-day Andy is going to give Andy 21. to 21. That's better. You're giving your... You're giving future Andy one less mile to worry about. And f- future Andy will be like, that idiot can't barely walk. <laughs> yeah, there is, there's a lot of mind games you can play. Like uh, Greg McMillan, the coach guy who was talking yesterday, he was talking about, you know, just being positive, keeping a positive mindset, having a mantra. I can do this. Oh, you know, you know I what? Can, I, I can do this. You know, you know what helps me? I do. Um, I convinced myself in a gimmick. Like um, there was something when I was in high school, and I was running. I ran my fastest mile because I was convinced that if you had spearmint before you ran, you would run faster. Like mint, the mint makes you run faster. So I believed it, and I ran faster. So that's, that's <laughs> so like, I love so you, that's you awesome. Can do that. You can do that with marathons too. You can say, "Oh, because I did this new thing that I've never mm-hmm. done before, I'm going to run faster." I, I triple knotted my shoelaces <laughs> on the left foot. <laughs> or no, I, no, I, no, but they can do real things like, you know, um, your watch. Like, care, don't wear your watch in your on your wrist for some reason, and you know, wear it in your shorts or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, my, that's, that's funny you say that because my beard. Oh, there you is go. part of the superstition because <laughs> I was running with uh, John Bertan. Hey, John, if you're listening. And I was like, yeah, I think the longer my beard is, the fast, the, the, the better times I have. So so if I have a full beard, then um, I have a good race. <laughs> Makes sense, right? <laughs> Nothing to do with like my weight or like eating right. I, I, li- <laughs> <laughs> I like to I like to have some vein of um you know, pseudo, you know, some pseudoscience in there where it, it's not completely like my fingernails are longer. So I'm going to run or something. That's not like weird like that. It's something that's actually backed. You know, you can find something on the Internet, right? Somebody says it on the Internet, right? It's true. So mm-hmm. you have to you say somebody says it and you do that, then well, that's enough. <laughs> And yeah, it kind of makes it kind of makes sense. Oh, you have fresh breath. You're gonna feel you fresher. You get superstitious. You're, be you're like, you're like, <laughs> I had the bagel. I had the I had the Thomas's plain bagel with peanut butter, and that got me my best time, right? So naturally, I have Thomas's with peanut butter every time because that's gonna give me the you know because I want to I want to just if I could replicate within five minutes of my last year, plus or minus, I'm gonna be. Even 10 minutes, plus or minus. Oh, actually, I'd be bummed if I was slower than 310, to be honest. But, like, yeah, if I could just replicate the whole experience from last year, yeah, uh, that would be good. So, yeah, it's... Uh, oh, bro. What, what else is happening? Oh, tips for the race. So you have to... Uh, what is it? The Boston Commons is where you take the buses to the start because it's a point to point. <clears throat> you want to dress warm with old clothes. So before you even fly here or come to Boston, you want to bring old throwaway clothes uh, so you're not cold. And I even have a beanie. I, mean, I have like tons of beanies. So I was like, I don't know. We get beanies for everything. And 
Yeah. Did you review any of your um, gripes from previous podcasts on this one, or what you noted? Because I remember there's always at the end of the race there's something that you're like, ah, I should listen I, to my <laughs> last year's podcast because I think it, I did it a year ago. Because it was it was the standing one, right? The standing, like I stood for. Oh, and I, I think, think your you first could... one you were freezing, and you were like standing freezing, <laughs> and the other one you just like st- like stood all morning. I forgot. Yeah. But... They... <laughs> so so drinking too much coffee or water. Because the bus ride's like 45 minutes because it takes this roundabout way to get to the start. So if you drink a cup of coffee and like what, like you have to pee. So like as soon as the buses arrive, everyone like races to the bathrooms, the porta potties. Cause like, so that's, that's not good. Cause you're just like extra stress. Uh, so don't drink too much water, have extra clothes. Oh, babies. So Tim's, Tim's taking care of his, uh, his daughter. I think he's home just just himself um so yeah you get to the you get to the starting line and so i start at 10 a.m my bus leaves at like 6 40 so for like a good hour probably more for almost two hours you're waiting two hours you're waiting and it's this muddy field and you can't really sit down there's nowhere to sit down so standing around is not smart. Um, but Boston actually has a great kind of s- transition to the start. It's this like almost, I'd say a half mile from where the buses are. Maybe a little more, maybe three quarters of a mile from where the buses park and from where you start. And you, it's much better than New York. Logistics wise, Boston is so much better than New York. Um, just on the start line and stuff. New York sucks. Did they um, stagger is I know Boston they like stagger the start times like for hours, right? Yeah, so there's five. Does, does I think New York five do the same waves. kind of thing? Yeah, there's Maybe. there's okay. they do waves and corrals. So I'm like wave one, corral five, I think. So mm-hmm. like if you're like a 230 guy you're like wave one corral one or 240 guy probably mm-hmm. so i'm like kind of near the back of wave one which is good but you're with all similar speed people and so uh, what greg said you have to be aware that a lot of the people get carried away and so you have to stick to your own plan and it's really easy to be in a group that kind of pulls you along so you're like mm-hmm. Okay, this is a downhill first mile. I want to do seven minutes. It's really easy to get sucked along at like six twenty, just because it's so crazy. Yeah, Every, everyone's just pumped. Um, the other thing is I don't drink Gatorade. That's my another plan, like for like fifteen miles, because I'm taking goose every five miles. I don't take the electrolyte in until fifteen, because I really just need water. And I don't think I need that extra bump of of sugar, sugar. Yeah. later. And it just it just doesn't. If I'm drinking Gatorade the whole time, I'll get like sick because just water is good. Because that's like every mile. If you drink a, a cup of Gatorade every mile, you're like your mouth is like all sugary, and you just like. Ugh. I agree with that. Yeah, and like, oh the 
other tip is you know have a heavy meal the night before really heavy like steak uh giant porterhouse olive garden um, yeah olive garden maybe something with like a really heavy sauce <laughs> some potatoes like lots of like like grilled potatoes mm. um now i'm 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 going to a Italian tonight. I got a res- Oh, so things you do before you ever come to Boston, you you reserve where you want to eat. If you're with your family, this is like days or even a week before you reserve a place to eat. Like every night you're there because it's so busy and there's so many people. You reserve a place to eat, um, and you bring extra clothes for this for the race. Uh, and you basically plan your whole rest period because if you don't plan the rest period then you end up doing all kinds of touristy stuff which is probably not good right before a race so uh, yeah i guess that's lots of standing right yeah i did twenty four thousand steps yesterday <laughs> just walking around and checking stuff out going to went to tracksmith the running shop which is on newberry street it's pretty cool Cool. Yeah, man, I wish you were here, bro. I know, I gotta, I gotta make it to Boston one of these days. I gotta get serious. Yeah, so uh, you're not doing CIM, right? No. Okay. We, de- we haven't solidified our vacation plans, but that we're either coming home on Saturday <laughs> or um, Sunday, so I don't know. Just race the very next day. You haven't booked. <laughs> yeah. Just do an international flight. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll be um, and just jump into be it. all over all over Asia, yep. and then jump straight into a marathon. Viet- Vietnam to SFO to <laughs> yeah. CIM. Yeah. Uh, that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but I, I heard... I'm gonna I'm gonna put one on the calendar at some point here. Maybe maybe it'll be October. No, it's okay. She doesn't want to sleep. Yeah, I heard the East Coast Boston qualifier is grandma's. Because I think I think CIM is like the most popular Boston qualifier for people just trying to get in. And uh, I was talking to somebody running the other day, and they said grandma's is a good marathon, good flat course. Check it out. Chicago's a fast one, too. But yeah. I've never, you know, I've never participated in a big marathon, to tell you the truth. Didn't you do L.A.? Yeah, oh, that was just, I, I, I haven't had a, I guess CIM and L.A., they're kind of big. But CIM is, yeah, pretty small. And for, L.A., like that, seven, my, my experience 8, with L.A. is very, I'm very soured on that whole thing. So I want to go to a, I live in L.A., though, so, like, it's not. LA, special. yeah. <laughs> you mean you go to Dodger Stadium? How special could that possibly be? <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, if you want Boston, I think you have to really strategize your you know, a Boston qualifier. You have to look at the the type of course that you know the the weather for me is like the number one. Yeah. I can't a perfectly flat course. And it's 90 degrees. I'm gonna just do terrible at like Miami. <laughs> Anything in Florida would suck. 
But uh, yeah, pick one out. Um, all right, bro. Bro, I gotta I gotta sign off here in a minute. All right, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna disconnect here. All right, thanks everybody. I uh, hope my race goes well. Good luck, Andy. This is, this is Andy in the past saying, "Don't go out too fast." I'll be following you, cl- following you closely. And Andy, Sorry. Andy in the past, uh, don't go out too fast and take it easy. Okay. <laughs>